Hello and welcome to the 59th episode of Long Live Play, the number one Australian PlayStation podcast full of lukewarm takes and mental breaks, hosted by myself, the number one host, Govinda Whitehurst, and the Chad Musker to my Rodney Mullen, Mr. Kale Laddam. If you like what you hear, you can and should review us on Apple Podcasts or follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Long Live Pod. Link tree there with other places you can find us if you want to. With that shit out of the way, Kale, there you go. Hello there, hi, yes, this is Kale Adam, video game journalist extraordinaire and the number one host of this podcast. Uh, I'm fantastic, Govinda, I'm really, really, really good, actually. Fantastic, even. Did I say that already? You made a mistake in one of your quote-unquote news articles. How dare you do you that? You should amend me? it, you should amend it, I'm just saying. How dare you bring that up right now? <laughs> <laughs> I just got to bring it back down to earth a little bit because the head is just so big. It's not even fitting in this like video call right now. It's it's crazy. It does look good though. I'll, I'll be honest. We, we're on this uh, this FaceTime call every week and I spend a lot of time looking at myself. I think that's a general thing that people do and I don't know what the, the science is behind mm. that, but I think a lot of people look at themselves rather than the person they're actually FaceTiming with. I don't know why. Well, it's, it becomes uncomfortable when we stare into each other's eyes for like an hour while we talk about well, video games. <laughs> you're not really staring into each other's eyes because to do that, you'd have to look at the camera, but then you can't see the eyes looking at you That's because true. you're looking at the camera. It's all very odd. Uh, mm. So, it's the, the unavoidable disconnect of video calls. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I am a little tired. It's kind of been a long couple of days, but I remain positive, you know, I've avoided the abyss of depression and darkness for yet another few days. So that's a positive. You don't have COVID? I don't have COVID, no. Everyone seems to have COVID now. Like there's like a silent wave three because no one wants to talk about COVID anymore, but everyone seems to have COVID. It's it's funny you say that because like I'm just kind of seeing the prime minister and the chief health officer talking about this. Like I've just tuned it all out. So it seems like it's starting to not be silent. Like they're talking about how this is probably going to be the real apocalypse. Like it, this is going to be the actual one that does in grandma and also niece. <laughs> were they were they that nihilistic about it? I don't know if they were talking like that. I've never I haven't heard anything. I don't I avoid the news as as much as I possibly can. There was a headline from the the uh, CHO as I like to call him, um, and he was saying that we are at the beginning of a new wave, not the end of the peak if that oh makes yeah sense. obviously it's the beginning i like i know so many people that have i've i've never known more people to have covid at one time than i do right now in time is so, it crazy uh, that i'm just fucking uber mensch over here and just have never had it is that dude, crazy one you work at home two you live in a tiny town like no it's not crazy at all i know people who live in a in a city that haven't had it before you, you're nothing I need to bring you down a couple of pegs because you're like, you th- you got this hardcore God complex that I think really needs to get tapered a little bit. I think I'm just healthier, fitter and more resilient than, I don't know, like, I don't want to, I don't want to be like egotistical, but like 95, you're, 96% of the population. You're as frail as a 90 year old man. You can't run more than a hundred meters without completely collapsing of exhaustion. I don't think you know, you have very little self-awareness, I think is, is I'm, what's happening right I'm now. I'm powerful. I take myself down to the tennis courts on my own because I have no friends and I hit the ball. Yeah, but you use an electric scooter like an old person. Yeah, and like people ride Harleys when they could walk, Govinda. It's about the power of the vehicle. Well, you it's can about- walk anywhere. I guess. And it's a fashion statement. 
When I turn up on that <laughs> fucking beast, people know that I've arrived. The only people that people that use motorized scooters typically are elderly and disabled. That's all I'm going to say on the matter. So, yeah, I think you just need to check yourself before you absolutely wreck yourself. Is all I'm there, is, there is certainly a brotherhood of the scoot. Uh, we see each other, we pass each other, <laughs> sure. and we, we don't acknowledge, but there is, like, we lock eyes and just kind of think, Right on, because brother. you're all as embarrassed as each other, and even seeing someone else, you're both just like, "Oh my god, I can't believe he's riding that scooter." While well, you are also riding the scooter, <laughs> I will be honest. I get a little bit embarrassed when I take it into like a populated area because you kind of have to like, get off it and like walk I it bet, a little I bit. I like to imagine, and don't correct me if I'm wrong, but I like to imagine full knee pads, full wrist guards, elbow pads, helmet. I like to think you're wearing goggles too to cover the. Glasses. I wear a helmet. I wear a helmet now, but for like the first couple of weeks, I didn't have one. I was just getting around in like a hat. And that kind of felt even just a bit too dangerous, honestly. You're a fucking menace. Not in a good way. Not a cool way. Not like Dennis the Menace, like with a slingshot no, in your no, back no, pocket. No, no, but no. like, an, well, uh, we had a word for it a while ago. I forget what it is. But someone young, someone old who's like trying to pretend to be young, but is completely missing the mark. That's you. That's well, you. see, it's not me, though, because I very... I really don't give a shit about, like, music or, like, you know, the typical things people try and, like, put on to be younger. Like, I don't care about popular culture outside you of You have an games. electric scooter and a vape. I'm just... That's all I'm going to say. And so... We'll... I like those things. I just... I'm not, <laughs> I'm not out here, like, I don't know, watching... Uh, what's that fucking show? God damn it. That's right. I can't even... <laughs> Can't even think of God, that. God, TikTok is the absolute devil. It's going to be the end of us. I guarantee it. TikTok will be the end of us. Zendaya's new show. That's what I was trying to think of. And that proves how not down with the kids I am because I can't even think of what it's called. I just know that yeah, she's yeah. in it. Oh, yeah. I can't remember what it's called either. Yeah. Oh, no. I'm, yeah, I don't like you it. Know. It's fine. You definitely I know. actually don't. I don't no, know who's in it. <laughs> um, but how are you? Uh, look, I'm all right. A little stressed leading into my trip on Saturday because I thought I was being real like nifty and I got my brother to put me on staff travel to get Emily and I to Hobart and it saved us a buttload of money. Like it was, it was rad. We were like sick. Mm. And I kept, I can see how many people are booked. I can see what priority we are because when you do staff travel, you're essentially on standby. And then we were on the Saturday flight. I was like, oh, we're not. We're not going to make it. There's there's people to keep booking in, whatever. It's not going to work. So we moved it to a Friday afternoon flight where it looked real good. And then somehow within 24 hours, it completely booked up and we were the seventh and eighth people on standby. Wait, and so you, does like, that mean you get bumped off? Well, yeah, we're not going to. It's not bumped off. We're not on. So we're going to not make the plane. Oh, Ideally, sure, you want plenty sure. of seats available and no one else on standby and you're going to be fine. Yeah. But it was just not looking that way. So that was stressing me out. And we, I had a car booked when we get there. So I didn't want to have to change all that shit. So eventually I was just like, fuck it. And I booked, we canceled the staff travel flight and I just booked two flights, like two flights yeah. to make sure we're there. Uh, and then we'll staff travel back because mm. if I don't make it back that day, I don't really care. I'm a contractor. Fuck it. I'm not going to get fired. <laughs> and, and and same with Emily. She's also a contractor, so she won't get fired necessarily, but maybe. Not necessarily. Maybe. So I just did it for peace of mind. What? Are you wearing a mask on this plane? You have to. Do you? Oh, uh, actually, no, you're right. When I came back, yeah, when I flew recently, you had to as well. I was quite surprised by that. I could be wrong. I might have changed, but I guess with the recent brutal wave of, of the vid, I think I'll probably do it anyway. Yeah, because... 
my trip was like a month ago and we weren't into this wave yet. Like I wore a mask on the plane. You had to do that. But in the airport, I didn't. And I was kind of weird about that. Because when I went to that wedding, when I was in Brisbane airport, they were specifically over the over the last week of being like, you have to wear a mask inside the airport. Yeah, and no, I didn't have to. A lot of people weren't. But as we've discussed, my body is too powerful to contract the vid. So I felt pretty confident I can't wait in that. until you get COVID. I kind of want it. <laughs> is that weird? <laughs> I, want, I want the antibodies. Yeah, look, I, who knows what's real. Someone told me, oh, this is all hearsay. I have no facts to Here we go. Let's, Someone told me that. Govinda's fucking uh, conspiracy hour. <laughs> hey, I give you the disclaimer first, but someone was saying that they reduced the, the reinfection timeline. Like it used to be like, you probably can't get reinfected for like three months. And now they're like, nah, probably like two weeks, three weeks. Like, <laughs> like I, I, I did say, I think New South Wales is looking at reducing it from seven days to I don't know what, but like certainly if you've got COVID and you need to be back at work within a week, you are like- Oh, no, no, I'm talking about the reinfection timeline, like how long before, like after having COVID, you can get reinfected and get Oh, it okay, okay. Not about how long you have to isolate for, but like they're saying your antibodies aren't going to last the three months that you might think they will. You'll get them and then within three weeks, you might just get COVID again. It's crazy. We've got new variants too that I didn't know about. Yeah, it's, it's over. It's fine. Like I work at home. I record at home. I, it's all good, dude. It's fine. We even got food delivered here the other day. We don't need to do that, but we just did because we don't like to leave the home. Not because Might we're scared. As well, like when you why go shopping at a supermarket when you can just pay and just get it delivered to your home? Like you just deliver, you know. It is truly dystopian because yeah, now we make enough money and we just don't even need to leave the house. <laughs> Like, we could just exist, yeah. have everything yeah. we need. It is come so to strange. It's a anyway. weird world. It is so weird. It is very... It's getting to that point where it's very much like, why leave? Well, I've got everything I like here. And I don't <laughs> have to leave the dog. I'm always comfortable. You and I also live in a very specific way where we, we're lucky enough that we don't have to leave a lot. But we also forget that many, many majority of people still live relatively regular lives and have a regular nine to five that they have to oh, do yeah. and they have to leave the house. So I just, um, I'm going to be so pale soon. Like I just don't see sun very often. <laughs> we do, we do kind of like go and have a little sunbake in the backyard, which is, which is nice. Uh, I like that's to sit good. out You'll get the vitamin D. Maybe that's why you're actually being so uh, effective against the vid. Apparently vitamin D is, is very good for you. I've, again, i I know you think I'm full of myself, but I very rarely get sick. I've never really been sick in my life. I just That's not true. You got a, you got one vaccine, you were down for like four days. But that was the vaccine. <laughs> it wasn't. <laughs> well, me. you don't know, maybe it was coincidentally getting really sick. <laughs> I'm just saying it was I put something foreign into my body and it rejected it. Uh, it rejected the 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 the, the, the vax. <laughs> <laughs> it just pushed it right back out again in your sweat. That's it. That's I got. I got the one booster. I. I really. I. It's starting to worry me a little bit. I think I do need to go because I just got lazy. I was just like, ah, look, this has served me pretty well. Between you and me, when I started hearing that there was like a, I forget, I've lost track of the variants, but there was that variant. They were like, your vaccines are essentially useless against protecting against it. Uh, You Mm. might not get as sick with it, but it's it's like not very good anymore in terms of how successful the vaccine will be against it. And then I was like, ah, well then, why even get boosted? So I'm unboosted still oh well that's that's a spicy concoction i love that you're just gonna roll the dice on a fucking interstate travel in the (laughs) the height of this it's fine dude it's fine like you've also i'm only gone for a week but so by the time yeah well i had it like six months ago so by the Mm. time like 
I get there. I enjoy my time for a little bit. By the time like symptoms are showing up, I'll probably be back anyway. I'm only going it's for a true. week. It's fun. It's a fun world we live in, having to worry about disease. <laughs> <laughs> Constant viral concern. Well, I suppose we should move on to something more positive. Speaking of dystopian futures, did you play Stray? Now, well, I was going to, I had a whole fucking cool little thing that I was going to go into talking about Endling, Extinction is Forever, which is about the last surviving species member. But I guess we'll talk about the game you want to talk about, which we have both played, to be fair. Well, no, you can talk about your boring one first. I played Endling. Extinction is forever. Uh, I actually was wrong last week when I said I was reviewing something for PC. It's actually on everything. So, this is uh, good. I saw your review went up. Is You just specified PC in that, but is it is that just because that's what you played it on? Yeah, we got PC code, yeah. so yeah, yeah, we specify. Yeah. But it's really good. In the end, I only played Stray for the first time last night, and we'll talk about it that in a second but this it is they are quite different games this is a smaller conceptually similar uh no though or at least anyway there's a lot more focus on survival in endling and it's about teaching your kits which is what a baby fox is called i learned through uh, like k-i-t yeah like a kit like a kitten kitten. but but it's a kit because foxes would argue i'd argue foxes are the cats of of the of the canine world I, I might be wrong about this, but I think an otter, a baby otter, is called a kit. Well, maybe they're also pups. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It, it doesn't, doesn't matter. At all. Not even a little bit. <laughs> but Endling is like the kind of game, I put this in my review, like the second it starts up, you're like, I'm going to fucking bawl my eyes out at some point in this game. Are you familiar with uh, the animals of Farthingwood? Oh, I'm very familiar with the animals of Farthingwood. Good old badger, bro. Fuck, that guy well, is Well, I'm goat. glad you mentioned it. There's a badger in this game, and he's a fucking Get legend as well. So this, it's hard to describe because it's a very emotive game. There's no speaking in it at all. It only lasts for about five or six hours, uh, but you play as the last fox on Earth. You have a small litter of kits, uh, and you just have to keep no them pressure, alive. No pressure, Jesus. No, and... It, there's actually an incredible amount of pressure because the second you step outside of the den, yeah. you last day to day. Well, yeah, you have a constant hunger meter that's draining down. So you need to be constantly feeding these growing little kits. And they learn little skills, like eventually, and they've got adorable animations. Like they can dive down little witchetty grub holes. I don't know if they're actually called that in Europe, they're but we have not, witchetty grubs. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, I think that's a very Australian <laughs> grub, but continue. Uh, you know, they can learn to hunt rats. You can sneak up on pigeons. And the cool thing is, like, you're in this environment and as the days pass, the environment changes. Like, you'll see humans in the background. There's, like, factories and waterways are being polluted. Is this a 2D platformer kind of game? Is it 2D side-scrolly? It's very hard to describe. Because I saw one screenshot and it kind of looks 2D side-scrolly, but it sounds like you're describing a 3D kind of game. It's a 3D game set on a 2D frame if that makes sense like you'll be running in two dimensions but it'll curve so like you could be running in a full circle but then you can change paths it's like 2.5d okay okay i know what you mean okay yeah yeah. so you're still running sideways on the screen but it will turn corners for you but you still have the option to change what plane you're on yeah so you're kind of like move left or right but you can move up and down to get to new pathways and then left to right there it's, it's yeah, so okay. weird. okay it's not that complicated but <laughs> it's... yeah you just see things in the background like one day and you live day to day like maybe you'll see someone marking a tree in the background and then like the next day maybe like loggers have moved in and that tree will be gone 
And maybe that tree you were using to get fucking bird eggs out of it, and suddenly you can't. There's like a real uh, environmentalist message here. Yeah, yeah. And it's not like, it's like, you know, I thought it was going to be a bit like fucking blunt. And it, you know, it is, obviously. It obviously is. The name and everything kind of, you know what's going on pretty quick. Yeah, but the thing that I didn't expect is it's it's really powerful. Like, it, like to actually live day to day and you see it happening, like... You know, you just Ooh. watch them put this trash in the stream where you were getting your fish. And suddenly you can't be there anymore and you need to move further afield to the point where eventually you're forced to start raiding the factories and homes of the humans. And they catch on. There's different characters. There's like a scavenger and a furrier and they leave traps out for you. They'll come hunting you. And yeah, it's pretty fucking crazy. And you really start to care for these little cute critters. Because eventually they learn skills that you need to survive. Like they can get into little areas or like they can go out on a ledge and do things. And Yeah, it sounds interesting. Sounds oh, it's, cool. it's, it's a great game. It's just mostly unfortunate that it came out on the exact same day as Stray, which is a million times bigger profile game. But it's a it shame because I think this is, this is really good. I, I had a great time with it. Yeah, it's, it's a weird time to release it. And I, I would have... I would have pushed it if I was them. I don't know, like, what, why. Like, that seems like a weird choice. And that I would have definitely, if it was up to me and I had a game like that, that obviously it's different, but similar. Yeah, I think they're a I smaller Spanish studio. Like, maybe they just couldn't move the date. Like, maybe there's more that goes into that. Like, you know, they got everything locked and loaded to go. But, I mean, yeah, they must have known ahead of time. We've known Stray was coming out. We've for known a while. Stray was coming out for a while. Yeah, so I I would have definitely moved it out there because I've not heard of this until you told me about it. Yeah. Uh, final thing on that, uh, I was pretty glad to learn that Endling Govinda is the name of the last known surviving member of a species. It's called an Endling when there's just one oh. little fucking panda left or something. So you know? when I, I had a little squiz of your your review and I. Didn't actually read the name properly. I thought it was ending. Extinction is forever. I think I thought I thought that initially too when I got it. And then I was reading your article and I, you referenced the name again and said Endling. And I was like, did you just let a huge typo go? And I <laughs> looked back up at the title and I was like, oh, it is called Endling. Yeah. Uh, interesting. Well, I'm an, I'm uh, maybe I'll play it. I don't know. I was hoping that you would have it on PS5 and then I could schmooze that bad boy. Uh, but look, maybe it's a support the developer situation. I just buy it and play it. Yeah, I, I, I really recommend it. It was one of those things where I was like, ah, oh, just like, you know, I kind of left it for a couple of days and then I the deadline was starting to come up. So I plowed into it. But once I got into it, I couldn't stop. It was just like very engaging. The story, I bawled my eyes out at the end of it. Like it's fucking <laughs> brutal. I don't cry. I'm dead inside. So that probably wouldn't happen to me. But but these are cute animals. And like you even choose the color of your kitten's kit's coats like you you know you, they really <laughs> forces a bond with you and don't even <laughs> get me because started because you change the color do you name them because that's when the bond really forms you don't name them there's no you never hear a human speak the foxes can't talk or anything it's not like even stray where there's there's no text it's all visual but yeah. like don't even get me started on the fucking badger who like steals the show and is just a nit- <laughs> badger dude fuck that Badger single-handedly saves the animals of Farthingwood. So. Look, the badger is essential here. Or initially, he he's a I don't know. That show was really... That was similar... I guess, like, maybe a similar tone to this. I haven't played this, obviously, but... The animals of Farthingwood was sad. I meant to look into it to see if that was some kind of influence, because that's immediately what I thought of. And I believe that was European. Like, 
English. It was European because you've got like hedgehogs and stuff in there. Yeah. It was it was centered around a family of foxes. And they have to move, like they have to leave. I, I don't know if they necessarily have to move, but Farthing Wood is getting like logged and shit. Yeah. And, uh, like something bad's happening. It's that's what I mean. Like immediately I without playing it, I was like, there's definitely gotta be something there. Something Yeah. Like. So that's um Endling. I highly recommend it. Really didn't expect it to be Yeah, I like the sound of these littler games. Like Stray Even, it's like a four or five hour game. This is like yep. a more four or five hour game. I like that. Cause sometimes and we'll talk about a game later that is much longer than that that I want, but also I'm, I don't know if I've got in me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh but speaking of Stray. You played a little bit? How much? How long did you play? Uh, not much. I honestly, I thought I played for longer because I recorded my gameplay and then I checked it this morning. I played for 40 minutes. I made it to like, uh, um, okay. I think I got out of the, no spoilers, but I got out of like the flat where you meet your little friend and he comes with you. Oh yeah. Okay. So I've definitely, I've probably played, I've played maybe two hours of it probably, which yeah. funnily enough sounds like half the game. So who knows? But yeah, what do you think? Uh, look, I, it's obviously beautiful. It's very cute as well. In a different way to Endling, but I was kind of saying this to Aaron. I, it's I'll I'll see it through, but it's not really my kind of game because I was thinking about it. It's kind of like the parts of Uncharted that I liked the least, and that is the game. And by that I mean you sort of solve puzzles and do jumping. <laughs> and that's like <laughs> the parts of Uncharted that like. You know, they'll just be like a cliff that you got to climb. I'm like, all right. Yeah, look, yeah. I I think the mistake is looking at this like it's a 3D action game when it's really not. It's a yeah. it's a 3D like old school point and click adventure. Yeah. But instead of it being a point and click game, you're a cat and you're walking around because a lot of it is like find this item. What's it for? Who fucking knows? But at some point, it yeah. will probably come in handy and you can use it to interact and do something. Uh, but keep playing. I think you'll. It definitely gets more interesting because you're at a point that's it's pretty. I guess that's a short start of the game, but considering how long it goes for, a decent chunk of it is the start, and it's relatively slow. Yeah. It was certainly starting to pick up just as I finished playing. Like, the last chapter. You know, there's those, like, weird little fucking things that come after you, and you're, like, Zerks. running away. Yeah. The Zerks. Again, I don't know anything at this point. Like, very yeah. little is told. That's to why I was like, keep going, because I think the story starts unraveling, and you kind of start figuring out what's going on and why everyone's there, and it's compelling enough that I want to see it, and I like... Once you get into the town, I don't know if you got into that first town at all, but it gets like super vertical and it's like the thing with Uncharted is you get there and you go, all right, obviously I need to climb this only thing that's climbable to yeah. get to the place I need to get to because there's no other way that I can go. Whereas this, they're like, hey, up there is where you need to get to for at least one thing that you're trying to do because there might be multiple things you're looking for. Uh, and getting there is a is like a puzzle of its own because it's not just a single direction that you go to get there and... I like uh, um, that you have to work a little bit for it too. Like there's specific spots you jump from, but there might be like a can of paint there and you need to like knock the paint off. And you don't really necessarily think of that straight away. Like that's... Yeah, and there's there's more of that too. Like a lot of things were like... Uh, again, I don't want to say too much, but yes, yeah, similar things where a, a certain door is closed and if you do something somewhere else, it will cause someone to open that door and then all of a sudden you can get in there and it's, it's just this... They've got this weird sense of like, I guess like voyeurism or something. Like, you know, like cats are pretty stealthy. You don't really notice them a lot yeah. unless they want you to notice them. And there's a lot of times where like someone opens a door and you just like run past them and into their house and like start looking for shit and doing things. And yeah. It's, I don't know. I was I was having a really good time with it last night as I was going. It's it's funny that I've gone from like a walking simulator to a cat simulator. Because I, I kind of obviously Death Stranding is on hold while I'm playing Stray. But yeah, fair enough. At some point. 
But uh, yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I meow constantly, and I've already got the trophy for a hundred meows, and I did that oh. real quick. So I did see. I'm um, having a good time. Push Square put up their platinum trophy guide, and it seems very doable. Yeah, honestly, the one that's probably the it might be annoying, might not be, but the finish the game in two hours would be. Oh, okay. Probably the one that would be. I don't know. I don't know how hard it would be. If you know what you're doing and where you're going and you kind of forget about literally everything else, it's probably pretty doable. But I've been talking to everyone and doing everything and finding all the soda cans so I can trade it for shit. And yeah, it's, it's I've been having a good time. Well, it's like, yeah, like Endling kind of got me out of the funk. It felt good to actually finish a game and I'd kind of like to finish this too. But at the it's same time... It's such a low investment in time that I was like, I might, I can't not finish it. It's pretty straightforward. But I, yeah, yeah, I was having a real good time. I don't want to... cat things being a cat. Yeah, I will say the animations are unbelievable. Like just the start where you're like rubbing up on the other cats and like... yeah. That kind of bit at the start is really what Endling is going for, but it lasts the whole time. Like, they really make you bond with the other animals and, like, yeah. they're very effective at it. And I, I almost wish there was a little more of that at the start of Stray because, like, you... I mean, it's not really a spoiler. You have other cats. You, you you get separated from the other cats. And I assume you're trying to find your way back. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you need too much of that because obviously it happened and I was there and Emily was watching and she was, like, so sad by what was going on. And yeah, like, it is yeah, kind yeah. of just sad. Like, you got to get back. And he's, like, having a... He's having a bad time. That's where Endling drives the fucking knife in because they just keep doing it. It just yeah, keeps yeah. going. It's like I think they're going like obviously. It, there's probably similar tones going on because they're definitely talking about like where all the humans have gone and why they're down there yeah. and why they can't get up. And there's a lot of that going on. But it's yeah, it's a fun little game. You don't have to think too much, which I appreciate. And I, I again, I think if you look at it like a point and click adventure, it makes more sense and doesn't feel like it's missing quote-unquote gameplay it's so fascinating as a fucking observer of the industry like th- have you seen the reviews for this thing yeah i saw it was, last time i saw metacritic was at like an 84 yeah oh well I, maybe it settled down a little bit but it was like universally nine fives like just everywhere i was looking like and i i get it it's really nice and everything but it's so strange to be like this is almost as good as the last of us <laughs> in terms of like these rubrics you're like it's hard I, I i get it review scales are never perfect but you're like i just don't know that like a game of this scale deserves that good a score no like, but i think you need to i think you need to look at review scores in the context of who made it and like it's an indie developer it's de- published by annapurna who made games like journey and oof, yeah there was another one on the tip of my tongue that i don't know so it's like journey was 10 out of 10s everywhere and that game is even less so of a game and more of an experience and it's funny you say that because i actually compared endling in the review to journey like that to me was a similar experience yeah and even that i only gave an eight because i'm like you know there it's like at the end of the day like the mechanics in endling aren't revolutionary there are some slow bits like and stray kind of strikes me the same way like it's not it's not the fucking revolution it's like oh no and look at no point do i think at this point anyway that i'd be giving stray a nine five especially not now rubric well i think but. like maybe an eight seems appropriate but it, it really got this it's almost like the cute cat bump it like just everyone loved it. <laughs> it's, but it's also like something different 
Like, what's the last? I haven't. I, other than I know Endlings here, and that's. But even that's different. Again, that's gonna and fly like, under the radar. It's uh, when like well, I haven't seen a game like this maybe ever really. No, but I, I wonder if it's just because we haven't really had a game in a while, and you're like everyone's so excited that there's thirsty. something. We're all yeah, fucking it's thirsty for something to come out. Very possibly, and uh, and again, you were in a rut. In a rut, I'm. I was kind of in a rut, and so it's again nice to have something that's different. That like you haven't really had to do before and play before, and again, I'm really appreciating like the the low time investment. I'd rather it be five hours, and I have a really good time in that five hours, and not feel like it's overstaying its welcome. Than play something like this that's going to go for fifteen hours, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I fucking get it, you know. I think we also cannot overstate like the perfect time and place. Like we said, not a lot else coming out. This game is free with PS Plus Extra. And one step further, I believe you can even just sign up for a trial and you get access to this game and you'd be able to beat it within a week. Oh, easily. So, like, everyone has this game and they're not paying for it. So, like, I think there's a lot of goodwill (laughs) for it. I wonder if this game... Obviously, it's on other platforms. I actually heard the PC port is actually pretty stinking for Stray. Uh, Again, it's funny you say that. I was just on Steam. I thought this was an exclusive. No, 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 no. Uh, I think it's a console exclusive for PlayStation. Right. I just thought uh, it was a straight up a, exclusive. There is a PC port for it yeah. as well, but I heard it's pretty bad. Like, you'll have a pretty decent PC, and for some reason it can't be doing over, like, 40 frames a second or 60 frames if you really tinker with it, and then even then you, it's really inconsistent in frame rate. So PS5 seems to be the best way to play Stray. Yeah, right. Well, with that all being said, Govinda, can I interest you in a little bit of uh, quickfire news? Mm, I think you can, but before we do that, I see this day. other thing that we've got here. Oh, and yeah, you're right. Thank you for keeping me on task. I am right. I love it when you say that. That's what Cut I all that. Cut for. all that. Here we go. Nope, <laughs> nope, nope, nope. <laughs> uh, Kavinda, shout out. Final Fantasy X, your favorite game. And weirdly, there was a news story. That's why it's in here. Uh, I'm thinking about downloading it again. But Do it, you pussy. Maybe I will. Uh, uh, <laughs> just, I just, just to get this out... Uh, we just learned that Final Fantasy X and X-2 combined have sold nearly 21 million units. Uh, and also, in a weird coincidence, wasn't quite perfect, but the game released 21 years ago yesterday. <laughs> and Not almost today. had the 21 million units. Yeah, wouldn't that have been interesting? It was actually 20.8 million units sold. Now, when we say yesterday and today, obviously that doesn't make sense to anyone listening to us, but... To when we were recording yesterday. The 19th, yeah. Yeah. 19th. So, that was just a fun little shout out. Can you believe that came out that long ago? Uh, no. But then I also can't believe I'm 32. So, here we are. You're old as fuck. Jesus. I look <laughs> You're great. older. You're 33. You f- but no one would know. <laughs> Don't make me do this. I've, I've, I've avoided this for, ye- for not years, but at least a l- large portion of this podcast. No. We- Don't make me bring it back. Should we put some money on who lives longer? Like, just <laughs> put it into an account. Whoever lives longer gets to claim it. I Should think we do fair. it for our for our heirs? It'd be like a trust fund for our heirs and whoever. No, which one of us? Uh, for me. <laughs> what's the Hellfish? What is it? The Simpsons Hellfish? Uh, I like don't. Grandpas trying to get the World War Two, World War Two. Uh, oh, I do Nazi remember that actually. Art. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, don't worry about it. Oh, fuck. Now can I do the quick fire news? Govinda, Bandai Namco has been hacked. And what's worse, they're being held to ransom. 
In a statement, the organization has admitted that it, quote, experienced authorized access by a third party to the internal systems of several group companies in Asian regions, end quote. Excluding Japan. They do repeat that several times. Uh, everywhere except Japan, in Asia, they have been hacked. <laughs> <laughs> Which I wonder, I believe, because they're a Japanese studio, do you think that matters to them? They're like, didn't happen in Japan, but in other places. I think it probably it does. Happened. I feel like it's like a, that's why they were specific to exclude it was like an honor thing. Yeah. So this is a pretty big deal. Um, they're analyzing the extent, but like the scuttlebutt is that this is pretty bad. And like, you know, this is back end people's data. We're talking. Anything you've ever done in Elden Ring or the Souls series, like, this is your name, this is potentially other identifiable information. It's not good. Uh, But it is interesting that this has happened now. Uh, Bandai Namco don't have a great track record of this. You'll remember that, like, hackers were able to crash your PC, like, if you're online in the original Dark Souls. (laughs) <laughs> I, don't I don't remember that at all. That, that was a thing a, a little while ago. Uh, and to the point where they had to pull all of the multiplayer component of Dark Souls for a while. And I don't know if it's back up yet. I, I, yeah, look, this is brutal and I don't know how they let this happen, but I guess people don't invest in cybersecurity like they probably should. But I just wonder why. Why them? Who decided that they were the target? And They're big. I guess so, so just found someone that they could target. Like a, yeah. sometimes I think it's just a matter of finding the the weakness in someone's system and being like, oh, I can get in there, and that's a big one, so I'll take it. I just know so little about the process of this, like how this is done, that it's like all I know is like from the movie Hackers. <laughs> well, the interesting part is what in the <laughs> quote they say experienced authorized access by a third party, so they had a password. Okay. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It was so it was authorized access by a third party who was not authorized to have the authorized access. If that's not confusing enough. That's yeah, yeah, because the first line read that it was unauthorized access, but I see what you mean. That's uh Yeah, so we confirmed the unauthorized access, but they experienced authorized access by a third party of the internal system. So it someone got a password somewhere. Uh but it's it's weird because most companies these days have pretty strict like password policies where you have to have a pretty intense password. It'll reset every three months and they'll like I don't know if you probably wouldn't get it. You don't work for a company, but I'll get yes, I do. like <laughs> I'll get cybersecurity checks by IT where they'll send me an email with like a fake link in it and see if I check for spam and like like malware phishing shit. Oh, and so there's they times try and trip where you, you up. they try and trip you up. Like the classic, like the sender address is like wrong. Like when I worked at Apple, I'd got one that was app1e.com. Oh, yeah, that's a good instead one. Of Apple and like just little shit like that. So you you I don't know, you work in companies long enough, you get pretty good at finding them. Another classic is like someone will send you an email at 2 a.m. for some reason and you're like, "Why did I get an email at 2 a.m.?" It's probably mm. like some phishing attempt. So I would be such a good target for that because like all, oh, all yeah. the, you know, like when I get like a fucking code for review or something, it's sent from a email address i've never heard of and it comes at all hours because i'm here and these companies are on the other side of the planet it's always coming at an odd hour for me there's more that you can look for you know like like if you're expecting a code then it makes sense that you're getting a code that's true you know that's true but we don't have to talk about cybersecurity here just uh (laughs) i look let's be real i have an iphone it tells me that all my passwords have been compromised many times 
fuck it. Like, fuck Do it. Do you change that? Because I've been getting that lately and it, it uh, concerns Dude, me. It, I have hundreds of passwords saved in my phone and it tells me <laughs> hundreds of passwords have been compromised. It's over. Like, it's fine. Get it. It's all good. I've had my credit card maxed out before. Like, I woke up one morning, I looked at my bank account, my credit card was empty. And I was like, what the fuck? I called my bank. They've got insurance. They got me shit. That, they got me that money back within three days. And they were like, That's yeah, it's fine. Cool. We'll do an investigation. It's all back in. Have a good time. I feel like banks don't get enough credit. You know, we always talk about how bad they are. Like, they're also pretty fucking good at keeping my money. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> all right. Let's move right along, Kavinda. Where do you think the next Assassin's Creed game is going to be set? If I had to guess, if I had to guess without any knowledge of where it is going to be set, I'd probably say, like, ooh, maybe Middle East? Want I go back to the Middle East? Yeah. That'd be, um, that'd be correct. They are uh, going oh, back well, to their crazy. roots. According to a pretty good rumor, uh, this comes to us via Jason Schreier, who pretty incredibly dunked on, on another journalist this week. And you, you kind of love to see it. Do you know who ACG is? Have you ever seen any of his reviews? Nope. Pretty big uh, YouTuber. Yeah. So he just tweeted. I don't even. It's kind of interesting that this turned into such a story, but he just tweeted that the next AC game will be Aztecs. That's the tweet. That's all it is. Uh, this goes to Reset Era. Schreier pops in there. He reiterates what he'd said a few months ago that the next Assassin's Creed game will be called Rift and it will be set in Baghdad. Previously, he had also reported that Basm, now I know you didn't play a lot of Valhalla, but Basm is a character in that game, and that he would be the protagonist of the next the next Assassin's Ooh. Creed. Now, this is all good. It was, it was fun. I kind of added to this story. If you'll look at this, Govinda, I added my little historical uh, detective work to it. It works out because Basm uh, is from the Abbasid Caliphate, which is a powerful empire at the time in which Assassin's Creed Valhalla is set. It wouldn't make sense for the next game to be Aztecs if Basm is in it because the Aztec Empire wasn't founded for another 500 years. It just doesn't make sense, Govinda. Do you see what I did there? I took it. Yeah, I don't... To its I, logical I see what you did conclusion. there, but, then, but wasn't it... Like, doesn't it seem weird to... You're trying to reiterate what Jason Schreier said about Basm. Did the, did the other streamer say anything about Basm? Well, he just said that the next Assassin's Creed game will be Aztecs. And yeah. that just... I, look, I'm going to go with Jason on this one. Yeah, I would too. I just, the Basm <laughs> thing seems unnecessary, but anyway. Well, if you're just, just trusting Jason Try, you don't need to use his information to reinforce what he's saying. Well, he's giving me more... Well, I mean, I'd love for ACG to give me more than his single line that said it will be Aztecs. <laughs> not, not set in South America, not set in the Aztec Empire. It will be Aztecs, is what he said. Yeah. So, i got to go yeah. with what I've like, given... I think that's a really valid source. I would have listened to that, especially when they don't give any sources and stuff. I think I just... Most people... Well, that's what people do, right? You just read something on the internet and go, that's real. They've said it. They've written it on the internet. <laughs> so, I, it must be real. Worth reading um, Shry's initial reporting, which, again, it's funny how this works. He said this back in March and people didn't really, like, you know, push square covered it, but it wasn't like a huge story. So, he said, uh, quote, the next AC game is Rift. It's set in Baghdad. After that will be Assassin's Creed Infinity, and while that's going to include a bunch of different games, experiences, biomes, whatever you want to call them, I've heard about the main two, and neither of them are Aztec, end quote. I just, I, I just don't care about new Assassin's Creed, and I've accepted that. I've tried Origins, and I tried Valhalla, and I just, they're not for me. And I know it's probably an unpopular opinion, but I want, they can keep the, the combat and stuff, because, but I just want an actual Assassin's game. 
like assassinating people in Valhalla feels bad. Combat is average. And I don't want that. I want to be an assassin. I want it to be more stealth focused and actually be an assassin. Just to correct myself, the quote I just read is recent, but Shry's reporting was from back in March. That got a little confused. But it's funny you say that as well, because looking through the PS Plus lineup, I realized I've never played Assassin's Creed Unity, and that's sort of considered to be the best of the classic uh, Assassin's Creed games. And it's set during the French Revolution. So it really seems right on my own. What's the one in England? Revelations, I want to say. Yeah, it got really confusing in there. Yeah, so I've just downloaded uh, Unity. Might have a little looksy doodle at that one, you know what I mean? Have a little poke. Final thing on that, uh, there is an Ubisoft Forward showcase scheduled for September, and Assassin's Creed has been confirmed to be there, so we'll probably get confirmation of something there. Uh, I'm honestly burnt out. I just don't. I, unless they do something crazy, I just nothing's going to pique my interest for Assassin's Creed. It's how I feel about Far Cry. I'm like, okay, I'm done. I'm tapped out. It's so funny because it's. I want to like them more than I do. I love their focus on history and like how well they show it. Like Odyssey is unbelievable as like from a fucking history nerd point of view that you can actually sail around ancient Greece and like go to fucking Crete. You know, <laughs> just like check it all out. The, it's crazy. I, again, the world building is awesome, but it's just those games feel. Yeah, the gameplay isn't great, yeah. and they're bloated <laughs> yeah. as fuck. But yeah, I. I want to like them. I played the Egyptian one. Was that Origins was the Egyptian one? Yeah. Yeah. And it was awesome. It was crazy. Like, you've seen it, and I'm like, this is impressive. And I got 10 hours in, and I was like, how long do I have left? I haven't done. A hundred. <laughs> you have a hundred <laughs> left. Done. And it's all linked to, like, the Ubisoft store, and you got to... I was like, no. No, absolutely. You've lost me. I'm. I'm a, this is where I'm, I'm tapping out. I tried Valhalla because it was nothing else to play on PS5 at launch. I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> All right, moving right along. Govinda, recently we got to see the uh, pre-pre-pre-alpha gameplay of Skate 4, which the developers insist on calling lowercase s, Skate, full stop. That has actually been officially confirmed, but Yeah, it you could just say Skate. I know what you're saying, but I get it. But you could just say Skate. No, I like to punish them for their terrible, terrible choices. It's fine. I actually don't hate it at all, but it's okay. Remember how we said, you know, you said that I had willed this into existence? Not like this. You did. This <laughs> is your like fault. This. You have no one to blame but yourself. You need to this feels a like a real... long, hard look in the mirror and, and apologize to the world. This feels like a real monkey paw moment. <laughs> like I wish for something. <laughs> uh, so we saw the pre-pre-pre-alpha gameplay. Uh, it was obviously quite rough. Uh, this was debuted in a trailer called Still Working On It, and we all well, praised them. That rough. Well, we all praised them for their honesty and uh, fourth round. Well, if, if, if you watch the trailer, which I'm suspecting you actually didn't watch the I trailer. I did, actually. I did. I'm looking at it, it right now. It starts in pre-pre-pre-alpha, and then by the end of the trailer, it looks like it's fully realized skate. Hmm. Regardless, Govinda, a very early build of this game has leaked, and it's in the wild. And um, developer- well, The whole did- game? Surely not. Uh, I don't believe it's the whole game, but it's a playable segment. Yeah, okay. And in a very interesting move, uh, developer Deep Circle and publisher EA has asked everyone not to play it. Uh, the mistake was getting EA to jump in on there. If it was just the developer, we'd be like, oh, okay, maybe I won't play. But then EA did, jumps in. You're like, no, I think, fuck you. I don't know. I think that is the job of the publisher. Like, they're sort Probably. of... I think it's their job to kind of be public-facing and deal with all this kind of shit. 
It would uh, make it sense. It is a shame. It is a shame that it was EA, but <laughs> I mean, that's that's what it is. Yeah, uh, like that's disappointing. I don't know it's fine. This game, it's good. It's it's free. It's going to be free. That's also news this week. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's free to play game, which is cool. Uh, it is cool. I, it's it'll be fine. Take your time. I'm hoping they'll invite me into their early access shit because that'll that be, would rad, be cool. But free to play is, I think, perfect for this game because it makes it zero barrier to entry for friends to play with friends, and I think that's. From what they were saying, they did a uh, developer, like there was an 18 minute video with the developers just talking about the game and it very much seems like this is, you will never get a sequel of Skate again. Like this is yeah, definitive this is Skate as a service. It will always just be this. They'll iterate on it as it goes, uh, which I think is the smart thing to do for a game like this. I mean, talk about the hack of Bandai Namco. How the fuck does this happen? Who released this build? Like that's got to be from inside the building. That's got to be a disgruntled employee or something. Maybe like, like they've got they've got internal playtesters and stuff that probably get it as well. I, it'd be it's the studio. What was the studio's name again? Uh, Deep Circle. So Deep Circle has a bunch of old skate veterans there that that made the original games, but there's new ones as well. But the the developer was actually created for this game and didn't exist before it. Yeah, and it is entirely work from home, like. All yeah, okay. there is no office as far as I can tell for this for this developer. So it it would make sense that there's just a play tester that's getting builds to test it that just see ya. I um I forgot the absolute best part of this. So in addition to EA asking people not to play this, they also gently but also quite firmly reminded that downloading this unauthorized build is a breach of their terms of service, which can result in a blanket ban across all of their products. So it's like, please don't play it. But if you do, we'll fucking get you. We'll lock you out of all your games. I wonder how that works because in my mind, I'm like, okay, I'll just play your games on another account. Yeah, I've always wondered that. Like when you <laughs> like, get banned from I'll, YouTube, I'll can't you just like, start? Are, a- are they blocking my IP address? Like, how? Well, okay. I don't know. I anyway. don't think it'll. I don't think it'll get. I don't think it'll get that far. Given moving right along, uh, Josh Sher, who is apparently a bit of a naughty dog legend has left the developer after a 21-year run. Uh, he worked on games like Uncharted 4, A Thief's End, and The Last of Us 2, Jack and Daxter, The Precursor Legacy, Uncharted 3. Uh, he started out as a cine- cinematics animator before he moved into a writing and narrative design role. I've, I'll be honest, I, I hadn't heard of this man. <laughs> no, uh, very rarely do. Yeah, it is interesting, isn't it? Sort of a, sort of a low profile, but obviously big games. In- well, it's, it's low profile just because it's if you're not the game director, chances are you're not going to be a big name. It's, That's true. It's unlikely, you know. So, uh, yeah, well, good on him. Hope he's off to bigger and better things. Thanks for all your hard work, and <laughs> I hope they don't crumble without you. <laughs> Shit. I guess the fun thing is, uh, sure mentioned that his next destination uh, will be a secret, but he did quote uh, hint that quote you are all not ready. For what Naughty Dog has in store next, that's which is cool. a fun little, uh, fun little thing. That's good. It's at least it sounds like they, he didn't leave and disgruntled. You know, didn't leave no. a disgruntled employee. <clears throat> you can really 20, tell. Twenty-one years is so long. Like I get it. You know, you were doing the same thing, same place. Twenty-one years. You're just like, I need to change the scenery. I cannot imagine it. I've worked at a place for like six years, and that was far and away the longest. And to be fair, I loved it, and it was great. But yeah, it's. 21 years at the same place. It's it's a long time. Not for me. Moving right along, Govinda. Uh, Stray is saving cats' lives. 
the adorable game that we spent the front half of this episode raving about, uh, they're helping cat charities, specifically the Nebraska Humane Society. It's a beautiful thing. Do you think cats should live on the street, Govinda? No, they'll kill wildlife. It's probably not <laughs> ideal. Cats should really stay indoors at all times, ideally. So mm. The downside of the cat is the litter box, but I guess the upside of the cat is you don't have to walk them. Yeah, but they do get uppity late at night and they just fucking get in your face, which is what happens with my cat. So, uh, yeah, okay. Mm, yeah, mm, Emily's cat was at, at first was really hyperactive at night and then we got into a routine of just locking her in a room at night and she hated <laughs> that. No, no, honestly, did it for like a couple of weeks. She hated it so much now that she's not hyperactive at night. She just so, whoa, whoa, whoa. so what happened is you broke this animal's spirit and now it doesn't move around as much <laughs> uh, it's called behavioral training you should look into it for your unruly animal that just does whatever he wants dude sounds like solitary be the alpha dude <laughs> be the alpha no we if she knew how to use the door handle she could have gotten out we didn't yeah, lock I, it. I believe it i believe it. <laughs> uh this one is a victim of bad timing there is a witcher 3 live stream event set for tonight 10 p.m. our time. It's just a few hours away. We don't know what this is. Presumably... <laughs> we're not recording an addendum. No, we're not going to do that <laughs> this time. Uh, but presumably this is the much-anticipated PS5 version of The Witcher 3 that Govinda dreams of late at night. So this is the game I was talking about that is a very long game that I wanted, but I just I don't know if I want it that bad anymore. I think I'm, I'm burning out, dude, of these like long, long games. And mm. I don't know if I've got a full playthrough of The Witcher plus the DLC playthrough in me. You know what I mean? Like It's a really lot. At the end of the, really, at the end of the day, I, I really just wanted Red Dead, and I'm not getting that by the sounds of it, mm. which makes me sad, and because and, it's just, in my mind, it's just a better game than The Witcher in most ways. Maybe I'll do it. Who knows? Let's see. Let's see what they add. Let's see what it is. If it's a free upgrade, it better be because they need some good faith at this point. <laughs> I, I would be shocked if they charge for it, but look, Maybe they do. I don't know. That would. Well, the thing is, I've just got like the game of the year edition of The Witcher. And so if I can't upgrade that and get all of the DLC and everything done, then I'm going to be like, I don't, if I don't get the DLC, I don't see the point. Uh, it, I probably should have put it in as well. Um, but there's more fuckery going on with Final Fantasy VII Remake, which was the Integrade expansion was included with PS Plus and people can't. Like, I tried to get it. I can't. Again, I think I have to call PlayStation support to, like, uncouple the last fucking version that I have. If you'll recall... Wait, 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 wait. You have the director. You have the final version. You've got it. You bought it with money. That's how I played the game. No, I don't have Integrate. I don't have the expansion, the Yuffie expansion. I don't have that. You do, because I booted it up. I don't have that. But it's... it's it w- What? It was part of the PS5 version. If you upgraded your PS4 version to the PS5 version, it has integrated. Is that true? I don't. I thought it was a separate skew because I just pulled it up on the PlayStation Store and I was like, nope, you can't do it. But maybe. No, no, no. So what you need to do is download your PS5 version <laughs> of Final Fantasy VII and on the splash screen, like on the f- title screen, just select integrate. Mm. Even this is it's the fuckery. So you're telling me I have the wrong version downloaded? Actually, I don't have it downloaded. So. No, I don't think you've got it downloaded. No, I'm pretty sure that just download the PS5 version. That was the fuckery with finding the PS5 version. Yeah, but we yeah, did yeah. It. And I, I should still have it. I'll check. I'll check tonight because I'm pretty sure I could just start integrate off the version I downloaded from you. Because I kind of want to just play that. That might be the nice middle ground where, like, I couldn't get back into a full playthrough of Seven Remake, but I could play that. Yeah, 
Well, I'm going to save it until like right before Reunion comes out. Yeah, that's fair. Now, I really just put this one in to annoy you uh, just as many times as I can work this fucking story in. There's a rumor that God of War Ragnarok was actually meant to release on the 11th of November. Now, famously, Govinda, that was the original release date for Starfield, a very large game uh, that we don't get on PlayStation anymore. It has since been delayed itself. So this is sort of like a non-issue. But wouldn't that have been something? If this rumor is true, I, I'm sad because I miss the PlayStation of old that we should start throwing punches at Xbox. That would have been so epic to see both of those Genius. games. Genius oh. marketing. And it doesn't hurt each other because they're platform exclusives. Like, it's This is like the PS4 reveal and the Xbox one i fucking can't remember xbox one reveal and the xbox other uh, ps4 reveal at E3 share games. and the sharing game thing yeah right? they're just like this is how you share games on playstation just hand someone a disc and you can do that on the xbox Legendary. The i think i think they decided to do that after the i mean obviously they did but it was just yeah. like a really quickly thrown together thing they're like let's just get out there and do it <laughs> yeah it was literally it looks like it was done behind backstage like there yeah was, yeah was put this up on social media that'd be funny and i missed that and i think that it would have been a really awesome shot across the back if they were like God of War comes out on 11.11 and it will come out then because we can release games but look Ragnarok is now coming out sooner than that Starfield is now coming out later than that and we will just never know but we'll always wonder what could have been I actually need you to I need to talk to you at some point uh I, I need you to tell me what mods you have on Fallout 4 because I, I downloaded Fallout 4 on my PC oh well that's a fucking schmozzle I just want to know the mods that you've got I just want it to look good and be fun Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so, I did get the one where I get keep to I keep was it dog meat? Oh yeah, and you can have him in addition you can to have other him and someone else. Yeah, I got that one, but I, oh, I got actually started the game at all. Fucking swaggy mods that changed so anyway, much. Stuff. I could just listen to the episode again, but I don't really want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, just a fun little one. I thought you might care about this more, but apparently this was a surprise to you. But uh, PlayStation is abandoning one-to-one support on Twitter. Now, PlayStation had the at Ask PlayStation account, and they were quite... What's the opposite of notorious? They were renowned for uh, being very helpful and quite responsive. Like, if you just had a dumb problem with your PlayStation, you could tweet at them and they'd get get back at you. They're stopping it from the first of next month. It's gone. <laughs> you can't I do it. You heard that. I just yawned. I'm just... That doesn't yeah, interest me at all. <laughs> okay, cool. Next. Oh, uh, well... I never use the service. I'm pretty sure you have chat support online. Like, it's the same thing, but it's probably even more immediate. Why would you use Twitter for support? Fuck off. I was talking to a friend of the show, Sean, this week, uh, and I was raving to him about how good, or at least in my experience, how good PlayStation customer support was when I had the Final Fantasy issue. I just called them up, and they're like, oh, yeah, I see the problem. I'll just fucking sort that. It was like a five-minute call. I didn't have to wait. It was great. As someone with, like, a customer support background... It, it varies wildly. Like, certain issues, like, they just won't be able to fix and you'll just be fucked. And yeah. There's nothing yeah, you can yeah. do about it. And, like, I, there's nothing more frustrating than calling them being like, can I get a refund for a game I haven't even started yet? I've, I've downloaded it, but I haven't booted it. And they're like, no. I'm like, what do you mean, no? And they're like, yeah. no, you can't do it. And I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> and also, when I tried to send my dual sense off for a fix because of the controller drift thing, and the first person just botched it and I had to call again and get someone to do it again because I didn't get like, the, oh, you'll send an email with all the information. <laughs> Did I get the email? Of course I didn't get the fucking email. So. I didn't I didn't incl- include it because I didn't think you'd care about it. But there was a story from this week about Fall Guys uh, and a bug, which when you would look at premium skins in the game, it was causing players to auto buy premium 
content using their premium currency. And like it was well documented. Like I watched, I did a story on it. There's like a video of a guy just like quickly scrolling through and it just buys something. And he's like, I guarantee there's no issues with my controller. I didn't fucking push anything. Uh, And initially, like people were hitting up Epic uh, support and they were like, they were getting, or at least this one guy got this response and the guy was like, this is not a recognized issue. Like, you definitely did this, and thus we cannot refund you. He was quite rude about it. And of course, that went viral. And like, this guy's probably getting fired because he was kind of a no, joke about not, it. He's not. He's not. Okay, maybe he was a joke about it. You don't know the, the context of that conversation. Again, customer support background. Customers say dumb shit all the time that yeah. is wrong. And it's 90% Actually, of the time user error. And so I understand if someone, imagine if someone talked to you and said, hey, so. I was just scrolling through your store and it just auto bought something. And you're like, uh, it didn't do that though. Like, it's like when someone comes, when I was working at Apple and someone would show up and be like, yeah, my computer password just changed and I didn't change it. And it's saying that it's wrong. I'm like, no, it didn't do that. That's not possible. <laughs> so either you changed it or someone else changed it or you forgot it. They're the, the three options here. And so I, I'm, I'm with the customer support guy. I back oh, it. All right. Well, like just, just to close this out, uh, I can't verify this. Uh, other sites reported on it too, but I'm just going off. One guy's account on Reddit, he said this is what he received from customer support. It said, Hi there. Thanks for your reply. Please let me correct something from your response. You have stated that this is a, quote, bugged purchase and a, quote, known issue. Neither of these things is the case. The purchase was made by you, not a bug. Whether it was intentional or not, this is still the case. This is not a known issue because it's not an issue. Items cannot be bought automatically by the system. They always require input from the player. Again, whether accidental or not, you made this input and purchased the item. As per our EULA, which you agreed to, all purchases are final and you will not be refunded. I apologize for any confusion this may have caused and I hope that I've cleared this up for you. Kind regards, Steve. Fall Guys player support. (laughs) Fuck yeah, Steve. I'm backing Steve hard. Again, you don't understand how long this back and forth has been going for, right? It's true. We don't. The amount of times that people start throwing out like, oh, this everyone's having this problem. I Googled it. I'm like, okay, so there's... Four, there's four million players of this game and you yeah. saw one other person that reported this. Yeah. You're like, you didn't, this is not a known issue. You can't use the word if it's not a known issue. Unfortunately for Steve, this is a known issue. It's been confirmed and acknowledged now by Fall yeah, Guys. Yeah, now it has. And I yeah, like yeah. if Steve gets another customer that says this, Steve <laughs> is going to be different. And that's called new information and changing your stance. He's doing his job. He, there's no way Steve <laughs> is getting fired for that. Not even a chance of it. It's interesting. But I'm going to move you around. I'll always on. back the customer support. I'll always back them. They have a tough job. Customers suck. I guarantee it's funny. it. I've worked in customer support and I definitely got in trouble for shit dumber than that. Like there is seems to be like a, a combative tone to that email, at least as I'm reading it. And I got in trouble for not even that shit. Like because too many managers nah, with too it. little to do. I loved it. I used to. I thrived on the com- on the conflict. <laughs> I was like, "Come at me, bro!" Like, I got you. <laughs> Kavinda, now it's time for the news we care about. Sony has announced this week a free loyalty scheme for its loyal fans and acolytes, which rewards them with PlayStation Store funds, games, and other rewards. It's called PlayStation Stars, and the program is similar in many ways to those offered by competing companies like Microsoft and Nintendo. The way in which you earn points in this program will vary month to month, according to the campaign being run. You may need to play a specific game or earn a certain amount of trophies. Others might have players competing against each other online, or being the first in a time zone to earn a specific platinum trophy. 
PS Plus members will earn points automatically as part of the service, and these points can then be used to redeem items in a catalogue that has yet to be revealed. Sony went out of its way to distance the program from the stinky, stinky stank of NFTs that has nothing at all to do with the blockchain. The initiative is currently being tested by the platform holder, and it's set to launch later this year. Govinda, what do you think of PlayStation stars? On the surface, I think PlayStation is terrible at naming things. Like, do you know how hard it is? Like, I'm thinking of PlayStation Plus, like Deluxe, Premium, Extra, all that shit. Do you know how hard it is just to be like, oh, hey, friend, this game is on PlayStation Plus, Deluxe, Extra, Premium now? Like, what do you Intimately. Mean? Like, I was trying to tell someone that Stray was free if you had <laughs> PlayStation Deluxe. Plus. Extra. extra. I think it's just extra. It's just extra. <laughs> it's just extra. But I don't know. But like, I, I stand by PlayStation Plus Plus should have been what it was called. I'm dead serious. It would have made it so much It is easier. a good name. It is a good name. And so then we go to this where I'm like, PlayStation Stars, like such a, such a name, dude. Like, come on. The irony is too, is people have been screaming at Nintendo's for years to put in their version of trophies and call it Stars. Just like in Mario. It makes sense. Yeah. Genius. Yeah. And like now it's... It's here, and I will say my only experience is with Nintendo, and I think it's pretty awesome. Like when you buy a hundred dollar game, you get like I don't know, eight like a dollar or something. Uh, yeah, it's not much, but it's like it's it not adds much, up. But it adds up, and over time, yeah. you're like a uh, big sales on, and then you're like, oh, I want to buy this like ten dollar game. And you're like, oh, I've got six dollars already saved up. That's rad. I actually I'm a think big it's fan of it. more than that. It might even be as much as ten percent. I don't think it's ten percent. Uh, upon further inspection, you get five percent back for Nintendo gold points for every purchase that you make. So, not terrible. Like, it's not crazy, but not terrible. I mean, look at us. So, 125 Oh, no, I can't do the math. $125. Just stick with $100, dude. Just stick with $100. <laughs> $100 well, is going to get you $5 seven to eight, back. Yeah, 7 to $8 for our new price point. Let's just <laughs> leave it at that. Leave it at that. That adds up. Uh, yeah, look, I, I'm into it. That's... And that's just part of it, I think. And I, did they mention that specifically? I hope they do, because that is the best part of it. If that is something, but well, it's just—it's interesting, like getting a special treat, a special surprise for being like the first one to platinum a trophy in a region. That's what's really cool. But I just know, I just know they'll come out fucking swinging on this, and then they'll just like leave it after three months. They'll like stop updating it. It'll just be like, yeah, you could do that for that one game, and it's like, I hope I'm wrong. I guess the idea is, is to incentivize people to play. And so if it, if it works, I'm sure they'll keep supporting it. And I think Nintendo's scheme with these gold points is actually pretty smart because you're... I always look at Nintendo games and go, fuck, man, like, why are first-party Nintendo games always full price? Like, whatever... Mm. It doesn't matter how long they've been out for. They're just yep. always full price and it's dumb. But then you buy enough of them and you're like, oh, well, really, it's not full price anymore. I'm saving, like, 15 bucks because I got these gold yeah. points racked up and... It's incentivizing the buy. So if, if they do it and they add something similar to the gold points in the store, and if they see an uptick in sales, I'm sure they'll keep supporting it. I don't even care about the rewards. I just want the, the points in the store. Well, yeah, I, honestly, that's the biggest part for me. But I do appreciate, like, I don't know, like, whatever it is. Like, yeah, jump into Destiny and get all your fucking bounties or something. Like, they, they could really do whatever they want with it. Yeah. It's like, but again, that's it. Like, the possibilities are endless, but it just, we have to wait and see what they actually do with it. It might be a lot more simple than that. But, you know, you look online, people are so pessimistic, and I guess I am too, but you're like, where the fuck was this on PS4? Like, why have I not built up 
thousands of dollars. I've bought all no, the games already. You can't do like literally. I retweeted this when it came out, and I said, "Better late than never." Yeah, and that's true. It's just like Nintendo like was it. on this shit if, years ago. If you got it on PS4, you're like, well, why didn't I get it on PS3? And you're like, well, because you didn't. And now you're getting it. Shut up. It's true. I just like... People need to learn to be to, to be grateful for what they get rather than what they didn't get. Stop looking at the opportunity cost of something. Like, you got it now. So now you have it. And so but why didn't we get it earlier? What was the whole? Because up? they didn't need to. Why they do they need to now? They didn't see value in it. Why because they they're probably looking at Nintendo for the last four years and going, hey, maybe that's working for them. And they keep doing it. And they don't... Maybe it's the uptick in, in first-party game prices and people are adverse reaction to that. And now they're like, mm. well, maybe we can do what Nintendo does, keep them at full price forever, and people won't complain about it because they're getting these reward points that they can put towards their purchases and it makes it feel not so bad. I wonder if maybe they were just feeling the squeeze because I didn't know Microsoft did it too. So maybe it was just like they were the last one. Probably, probably. Like, and it only makes sense. And- because you can't pull the money out. You have to use it on more games on that platform. So it incentivizes you to stay and to keep reinvesting. And Sony's just trying to take away any point of difference between Xbox and, and PlayStation. Like, they're like, oh, well, I've got Xbox Game Pass. And you're like, okay, well, now you have PlayStation Plus Premium. And then they're like, oh, well, I get rewards on Xbox. And you're like, okay, well, now you have PlayStation Stars. So, like, I just- there's less incentive to move away from the platform and get an Xbox. I know it's coming, but I just wish it was sooner. Like... I wish, like right now, even just looking at Final Fantasy X, it's best on PC. It's just unequivocally best. Like when you said, I don't know, you were talking about it a few weeks ago, it has the boosters that you wanted. Yeah, yeah. the speed the ups version. and uh, turn off the, yeah. the uh, random battles and stuff. Yeah. So it has everything the PS4 version has, but it's better. But I want the trophies. <laughs> so why can't I just earn the trophies? I own the game on both platforms. I should be allowed to like... And my... PlayStation account is linked to Steam. So we're getting closer. Like, there is movement. And now the games are coming out day and date on PC. I think it's going to happen where you can get trophies on Steam. What's coming out day and date on PC? Oh, things will. Well, (laughs) I don't think they have yet. Oh, they haven't. You know, you're right. They haven't. Again, I think I was thinking Stray was an exclusive. And it's not. Well, it's it's not it's not published by PlayStation. So a first mm. party game, I don't think you get in day and date anytime soon, unless except the only exception I see in the future for that is like factions. Yeah, that could be a good one. Where they want to, it's it's going to be a service, and I think having a game, a service game, locked on one platform seems a bit silly, and probably isn't a recipe for success. So, mm. and that's why Destiny will stay multi platform, and I think factions would be a good one to be like this is our Last of Us multiplayer service. We'll put it on PC as well. Uh, and that, that settles that. Look, it's a fun uh, thought experiment. It's coming this year, which is pretty exciting. I didn't actually... I thought this was going to be like a 2023 thing, but apparently we're getting it fairly soon. There's only a few months yeah. left. It's, it is interesting. I, I, I wonder if at some point they'll do like cross, cross progression on PC with like PlayStation games. And yeah. Because it is like Discord is meant to be doing something with PlayStation sometime next year, I believe. I didn't realize you could link your Steam account to your PSN. Can you download games you've previously purchased on your PlayStation on Steam? No. Mm, no, I'm trying to remember. I, as far as I know, off the top of my head, it's just for things that are like cross-play. Like, yeah, that's okay, how you link okay. it. Yeah, yeah. That's how you um, link it. Yeah, yeah, fair. So, it's pretty basic, but... All right, well, I'm going to go. Yeah, I think that's it. I, I did like <laughs> that um, they just over and over reiterated that this is not NFTs. Well, you have to do that now when you're saying you do. stuff like this. When you're like, oh, it, you'll get like cool like treats and like if it, I'll be it stoked if I get like, like an exclusive. <laughs> it it kind of does, does, but it's not linked to the blockchain. Like, I, 
Well, a lot of stuff does, dude. Like, you think about any in-game item technically could be, like, an NFT. Like, think about the World of Warcraft marketplace. Yeah. It already kind of exists. It just wasn't linked to a blockchain. You're not using a cryptocurrency to do it. But anyway, we're going back into another whole fucking topic. That's true. Oh, well, well, really quickly. This short. No. Just on a... Do you remember the real money auction house in Diablo 3? Yeah, that was a schmozzle at the beginning. Wasn't Wasn't it? That was was brutal. That was a... People did not like that. No, people were not... Anyway, you're right. And the game got unequivocally better after they got rid of it. The fact that they actually had to remove it. It sounded cool, though, because you're like, you sell your weapons for real money. It's... It's kind of enticing, but... As if we weren't going to figure out a way to scam that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Ripe for exploitation. <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, it is pay to win because you'll just... All these players that have unlimited time on their hands get the best shit and sell it. And I pay them to win. Anyway, fuck NFTs. It's over. It might not be. It might come back. Who knows? <sighs> get anyway. me out of here. Do you want to play Tarkov? I have to have my dinner and then watch The West Wing. Oh. Fuck the West Wing, dude. This is Wednesday. You know, we... No, we'll talk about this after. <laughs> this has been episode 59 of Long Live Play. I've been me. Kale's been him. If you like PlayStation, you you must follow us on, on Instagram and Twitter at Long Live Pod. Mm. Mostly Twitter because mm. Kale doesn't do anything with Instagram at all, pretty mm. much. Yeah. At all. It's disappointing. Stay tuned next week for our fun, 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 fun evergreen episode. Uh, oh, yeah. Should we give him a sneak peek? How? <laughs> uh, well, I'll just tell them like it's like we're doing the best, the, the top, our top ten PS4, PS5 games. You'll get two lists for the price of one. You're it's welcome. It's true. It's absolutely true, and it's and then it's later actually... on Twitter, I'm gonna put up a poll with both lists and see whose list is better. And I think I've won already. I think the people will understand that my list is more unique. And, no, uh, your list is not more unique. Your list is games that came out 20 years ago on PC that you can somehow play on PS4. <laughs> we should keep doing them, though. It was fun. It was a nice change of pace. It was and... fun. Anyway, let's get the fuck out of here, Kale. All right. Goodbye. Games are rad.